0: Thank you for joining Manners and Other Matters, the podcast which brings you all the insights you need to navigate the intricate world of modern manners and elegant living. I'm your host, Louise Percy, and I'm delighted to be your guide on this journey towards a more refined and gracious way of life. I'm here to share my knowledge and insights with you. And I will also be bringing in a lineup of experts from the worlds of etiquette, and elegant living to share their wisdom and experiences. The Art of Etiquette isn't just about following a set of rigid, traditional rules. It's about fostering meaningful relationships, both in your personal and professional life, whether you're dining with colleagues, entertaining guests, or simply striving for a more elegant lifestyle. Subscribe to Manners and Other Matters today, and let's explore the world of etiquette, manners, and the pursuit of elegance together. Welcome to episode two of Manners and Other Matters. And I want to discuss today the difference, but also the relevance together, of etiquette and manners. People often ask me, what is the difference? Well, there is a difference because etiquette is really the code of behaviour that we follow to ensure that there are guidelines that people understand, whether it's in social etiquette, work etiquette, and certainly diplomacy and protocol. And what are the manners? They're merely the guidelines, and the guidelines are those components that tend to change with time, with cultures, with contemporary changes in technology, in blended families, for example. And so when you put the two of them together, the etiquette and the manners, it means that you can present yourself as somebody who feels confident in almost every circumstance in which you'll find yourself. And so over the course of this podcast and the many episodes to follow, what I'd like to do is give you examples of these, concepts of etiquette and manners, to enable you to make positive personality decisions in whatever you're doing, in your social life, your work life, your corporate life, your government life, and most importantly, your family life. So let's start with the manners. So what are modern manners, or let's call them contemporary or today's manners? They've evolved enormously in the last 25 years. When I finished school, we didn't have the internet. We could never have imagined that we would have been able to download our boarding passes onto our telephone, our credit cards onto our telephone. This was just not in the realm of thinking when I was leaving school. And now, of course, it's perfectly normal. And so we need to talk about the evolving manners And the concept of etiquette around that, and it's my absolute pleasure that I'm regularly asked to speak to schools and tertiary institutions about just this sort of thing. And I say to the students, school students, college students who are listening to me, it's up to you to tell us what you want us to feel are the appropriate manners and of course the appropriate etiquette this evolving technology and so the questions invariably are things like can you ask somebody out on a first date via text? Can you break up with somebody via text? When should you actually use your voice in the old-fashioned as they see it quite often concept of a telephone call? When is email appropriate? What happens in condolence situations If you don't want to send a condolence card with your own handwriting and a stamp, can you do it via email? Can you do it via text? All of this proves to me that the concept of etiquette and manners is an evolving concept. It's not something which is stuck in the traditional rules that were wonderfully guiding up until about 25 years ago, and I'm sure for generations before that. But I'm looking at the last 25 years and specifically, I think the last 10 years, because I'm guided by the younger generations as to what they think are appropriate. And then I like to think that I can blend my guidance and expertise and knowledge with what the younger folk think around the world are appropriate manners. So let's have a look at that. I think the most important component is always to remember that the basis of etiquette and good manners is actually fostering respect and considerate interactions with one another. It's about interacting one-on-one as humans. And so does that make it just another form of communication? It absolutely does. And so whether or not you're communicating through a screen, on a phone, on a telephone, Or in person, your respect and consideration for those with whom you're communicating should always be at the forefront of your mind. And why is this? Because an old fashioned word I'm going to slip in here is graciousness. If you are gracious as a male or female with people with whom you're interacting, if you're kind, you're considerate, you have empathy for their perspective, you're going to be seen as somebody who is self confident but trustworthy and authentic. And for me, this is what our knowledge of etiquette, good manners, appropriate manners in every circumstance is all about. Effective communication and relationships are the basis of what makes our societies in all our different nationalities, in all our different cultures work together. And so if we can have an harmonious blend of good manners and etiquette I think our communication will be less difficult and of course there are times when communication between people is belligerent, perhaps voices raised, certainly different perspectives on different issues but if we can come together with an an empathy, a respect for the differences, not seeing them necessarily quite often with cultural situations as differences or and difficulties but rather opportunities to see other perspectives, why don't we embrace that? So let's have some examples of good modern manners. So let's start with the texting and the dating. If you like someone enough to want to share more of your time with them, I do think that an in-person conversation is a great way to do that, and it's certainly my preferred way to do it. On the other side of that, if a relationship or a friendship isn't working, do you break it up via text? No, you don't. Have the respect for the relationship, friendship, so that you can actually sit down over coffee, over tea, over a glass of water, a glass of wine, whatever it may be that makes you comfortable, so that you can show empathy and give explanation. There is absolutely nothing worse in ending a relationship than leaving the other person wondering why. Kindness, consideration and respect. The essence of good communication. But I'm going to share with you a little story. I recently ran into a a woman I know who has come to various courses with me over the years and she looked a little forlorn in the supermarket. And I said to her, is everything all right? And she said, well, Louise, I'd like your advice on this. She said, as you know, I've been married for 25 years. My husband's currently in Hong Kong on a conference and has said that he would like me to be out of the house, having all my things removed by the time he comes back from the conference in a week's time because he no longer wants to be married to me. Well, as you can imagine, I was horrified and I said to her immediately, let's finish here. I think we need a glass of wine. It was five o'clock after all. And we had a chat. Respect, consideration and kindness. I know that I keep repeating those words, but this is what it's all about. Sometime later, I ran into her again and she was looking much brighter. She said she'd actually spoken to her husband. They'd sat down without their children and talked it through. He was never good at communication apparently but I don't think it gets much worse than breaking up your marriage via text. I'd be most interested in your comments on that one because quite often I think that people put themselves behind the context of a screen in order to make that interpersonal communication less fearful, less scary. But is it perhaps just a little cowardly? So. Let's put that one down to really bad manners. But what are good manners? Good manners in any situation like that as a friend is having an open ear, a non-judgmental concept of conversation so that your empathy is absolutely at the forefront. Life's a wonderful journey, full of ups and downs. And if we can remember that the concept of etiquette and good manners should always be at the fore of our thinking, it will make any of those circumstances more easy to bear for us all. And then the other concept that people have asked me a lot about over the last particularly 10 years, as we travelled and then stopped travelling and then started travelling again, was how to manage cultural differences when we're travelling, not just with regard to dining etiquette, with our table manners, Using chopsticks, but certainly with regard to the whole travel experience. I was fortunate enough to visit Europe with my partner Brian in May and June this year. And it was very interesting because a lot of the people with whom I was able to chat said, it seems different, doesn't it, since the pandemic? People seemed much more considerate. People were helping me, for example put my luggage in the overhead luggage compartment. They were helping me off the trains with my far too large suitcases. That's for another podcast. And I was very aware that irrespective of the countries I visited, Malta, France and Italy, were considerate. People were talking more. There was more eye contact. So I think the concept of communication When we're in an environment like travel, rather than just a day-to-day working environment where we do work through a screen, allows us all to come down to a general level of comfort and consideration with each other. It was very interesting because I travel regularly back and forth from my home base in Perth, Western Australia to Sydney on the other side of the country in Australia, where my daughter and my grandchildren are based. And I always take the same timed aircraft because I get a lovely lunch and a glass of wine. I talk to the crew. And they have regularly said to me, it was a very different thing when people were travelling immediately post-pandemic with masks still on their faces compared to now where the masks have been removed. And my question always was, were people more polite wearing the masks, or were they less polite wearing the masks. And the universal answer was, if people were polite without masks, they were also polite with masks. There wasn't very much of a difference. They did find that once people started travelling more often, they wanted absolutely everything because they'd been bereft of travel and all the experiences. And so I think it became a bit of a a bit of a necessity for a lot of the airlines to unfortunately have to put a little notification before the safety announcement at the beginning of every flight, for example, to respect the crew. The crew are not just there to serve you your food and your drink and, and whatever else it may be that you would like. They are trained professionals in looking after your safety and security And so manners are very important in that environment. So are these modern manners? Does etiquette apply to travel and mask wearing and breaking up or not breaking up via text? I don't think it does. It's actually more modern contemporary manners. So in my mind, that's really part of the difference. So the etiquette is going to talk to us about forms of address whether you use Mr., Mrs., Ms., Mex, whether you use forms of address, whether you actually look at situations of preferred gender identity and respect it. These are actually the etiquette components. The manners are the way we put those components into place in our day-to-day lives. Now, I want to just give you one little tip. I had a great question from a member of my Facebook group, The Elegance Club, yesterday. And she said that, and she actually included a photograph. She said, I had this really difficult meal that I had to obviously try and enjoy last night. The sauce for the filet steak was a gluggy mess in a pouring jug which was on the main plate, had no spoon. It was basically a, a steak and chips but with some onion rings." which were very difficult to eat. It was almost impossible for me to put my knife and fork down in a resting position whilst I was trying to eat. How could we manage this? And so I said to her, after we'd had a chat via Zoom, which I love doing with members of my Facebook group, if you've got a a modern dilemma, please do join the Facebook group so that I can speak with you personally. I said to her, you manage it awfully well but this is what the restaurant should have done and this is what you could have asked for. So consideration, respect for both the diners and the restaurant staff would have made the situation so much easier for Narelle. So never ever be afraid to ask when you're in a dining situation if the utensils are not provided correctly, if you're having shared plates and they don't provide serving spoons, forks, whatever it is, Do ask. This is, again, modern manners. Fifteen years ago, shared plates weren't a thing. So thank you so much for listening. It's been lovely sharing the second episode with you. I do feel a lot more relaxed than I did in episode one. Please do send me through questions, comments. I would so like to keep the authenticity of this podcast in place, and that can only really happen if I'm genuine with you and you're asking me questions which I can, with integrity and with the best of my knowledge and experience, answer for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Your time and attention are greatly appreciated, and I hope you've found our discussion both enlightening and inspiring. If you've enjoyed our conversation and want to stay connected with us on this journey of elegance and refinement, Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favourite podcast platforms. And why not share the wisdom with your friends and family? Etiquette is best enjoyed when it's a shared experience, after all. And for all the latest updates, behind-the-scenes moments, and exclusive content, be sure to follow The Percy Institute on Facebook and Instagram. And please also do join my Facebook group. It's called The Elegance Club and you'll get exclusive offers and bonuses. Remember, the pursuit of a more elegant life is a continuous journey, and I'm delighted to share your journey. Feedback and engagement mean the world to me here, so please keep those comments, questions, and suggestions coming. I love hearing from you. So until next time, my dear listeners, stay graceful, stay kind, and may your life be filled with elegance and joy. Thank you for being a part of Menace and Other Matters. Goodbye for now.